0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld.
1: Welcome to the Science of Selling podcast, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm David Hoffeld, and joining me is Carl Polson. And Carl, as we kick off today's podcast, and talk about a really important topic, I first want to begin by asking you kind of an odd question, but I think it helps our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. And that is, if you could vacation for a week anywhere in the world, where would it be and why?
0: That's a a great question. And I would have to say, Anywhere in either one or two places, Colorado or Northern Minnesota. And that's because I love hiking, love being outside in both of those places. uh, I think a week would go by in a flash because you get to do a lot of that there. What about you? If you could spend a week anywhere in the world on a vacation, you know, starting tomorrow, where would it be? Well, it wouldn't
1: be in Minnesota. I can tell you that because that's where I live and I've been to Northern Minnesota. That one is beautiful. I I will say, I think I would, you know, I think, I'd like to go maybe to Europe. Uh, there's so many great countries in Europe that I haven't been to. Italy, France, um, you know, Germany it would be neat to kind of check them out. And then also go back to Hawaii. Uh, I was uh, in Hawaii. Oh, boy, it was a while ago now. It's about 17, 18 years ago. So I'd love to go back to Hawaii. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: That'd be a great one. Um, and I know today we're going to be digging into why number five, why your product or service. And to get us started, uh, could you, for our listeners, David, give a brief overview of what why your product or service is all about?
1: Yeah, So we're talking about the six whys, and this is why number five uh, that we're going to deal with, which is a big one. And it's very important in the buying process. And that is why your product or service. Why should a potential client choose that? instead of the competing options out there, especially from your direct competitors. We've talked about the previous four whys in previous podcasts. And a lot of times we've talked about competitors like the status quo bias or the client doing it themselves. But this why really addresses why your product or service is the right one for them. So what does it offer that is better than something they can do on their own, uh, better than doing nothing, or better than your direct competitors? And this is often a why that salespeople are more attuned with than the other whys. They're usually taught in their sales processes to really focus on the product or service. So this why matters. uh, And it matters to salespeople. It matters, of course, to the buyer as well. So the really the question comes down to Carl is how do we execute on this effectively? How do we compellingly show people that our product or service is the right one for them so we can get a commitment to why number five?
0: Mm. That's that's a really good insight there. And and what about in terms of challenges salespeople typically face when it comes to addressing this why with customers? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, I think the, the number one thing I've seen across many industries and working with many companies all around the world when it comes to this why is a lack of customization. Oftentimes, salespeople will fall into a generic presentation of their product or service. And oftentimes, if they do customize it, they customize it to their own perspectives, meaning the seller. Uh, I run into this all the time where people say, you know, I really want to make it mine or I want to want to show my potential clients what I believe is most important or what would matter most to me if I were them. And so all this way of narcissistic selling, I call it, is ineffective because we want to customize the presentation, not to you as a seller or in your own perspectives, but we want to customize it to our clients. So really tailoring how you present your product or service to the client. Let me give you an example of this and we'll dig down deeper into it. But just imagine you as a buyer, right? So now we'll take off our seller hat. We'll put on our buyer hat. Imagine you are looking at buying something, Uh, being part of the buying process, something for the company you work for. And imagine you're going through a couple of vendors and you've narrowed it down to two that have solutions that could be a good fit. First first salesperson comes in and launches into a generic presentation about the strengths of his product or service, you know, closing with the general pitch, right? Just everything is just general. And the other salesperson after that, she comes in, and she really has gets a good understanding of your situation, your priorities, the problems, specific ones you want to solve. And then she customizes her presentation of her products and services to connect them to what matters most to you. And she clearly shows you how her product or service will address each of your needs and your pain points, obviously, based on what you know about those two presentations, it's not hard to take a guess on which one will be most compelling and the one you're most likely to move forward with. And it's because the salesperson, that second one, really tailored her presentation of the product or service and made it more about you than about her, right? She customized it. She really connected the dots so that you walk away saying, wow, okay, that could really impact us. Whereas with the first one, you had to take You had to do the mental steps of applying it to yourself. It was all high level. Here's what we do. We do this and that. You know, it's kind of just the the feature and here's the benefit, right? That generic, old, stale way of selling a product or service. Whereas we want to do to really compellingly answer this why is tailor our presentation, customize the way you share your product or service to what matters most to your potential customers. So it's really being hyper-focused on them and clearly conveying how what you offer will meet their needs.
0: And, you know, for our listeners out there, what are some tips or strategies you have in terms of how to address best, the, how, how to address this why when you are talking to customers and obtaining commitment to it?
1: Yeah, this is an important one because we want to make it really clear how our product or service will positively impact buyers and make it easy for them to recognize high levels of value. There's been a number of studies that have looked at this. And when salespeople do this, when they don't just give a generic pitch, but they actually get into how their product or service will serve and really meet the specific needs. So they get very specific in their presentation, Uh, The perception of value skyrockets and study after study shows they are more likely to hear a yes at the end of it. So what is one way you can do that? One thing we talked about in my book, The Science of Selling, and we teach is something called a primary buying motivator statement. What does all that mean? First of all, real simple. So primary buying motivators are the things we want to really focus on early in the sale and our discovery to understand. So that's our pro- prospect's problem. their are dominant buying motives. and When I get into the buying requirements, we've talked about these in previous podcasts. So once you understand that, though, you've done a good discovery now you can, when you present your product to service, use a primary buying motivator statement. What is that? It's when you really clearly say, now earlier you mentioned that you had this concern. Well, the way we address that with our service is, right? You connect the dots and you want to make it crystal clear. So the the the, the way I want you to think about this, what I teach is I want it so that if a third grader walked into the room, Right someone very young, that they will be able to perceive the value you're sharing. So make it cognitively um, undemanding to be able to uh, perceive this value. Oftentimes when sales people present their product or service, they'll present a lot of great value, but they rely on the customer to connect the dots between their situation and what's being presented. I want to make this Cognitively easy because all the research shows, and we're talking of decades of research, some of which has even won Nobel Prizes. The easier it is for someone to perceive something, the more likely it is they will, and the stronger that perception will be. So, I want to look at my sales process, I want to look at how I'm presenting my product or service, and say, How can I make it clearer that what I'm offering will really meet my potential clients' needs? And the way to do that is First, identify those primary buying motivators, what are the problems they have, what's the scope of them, what's the cause, what's the pain it's creating, what are their dominant buying motives, what do they stand to gain if they were to move forward with you, what do they stand to lose if they don't, and then what's their buying requirements, right? How does their decision process work, what's their decision criteria, product and service parameters, timing budgetary issues, right? Knowing all that now, I am armed. And so when I talk about my product and service, I can now, instead of just giving a generic feature benefit statement, right? And this isn't 1982. We don't want to do that, right? We want to be more sophisticated. Now I can use a primary buying motivator statement and connect the value my product or service offers with one of those primary buying motivators that matters to them. And when you do this, your customers will have aha moments, and they'll perceive very high levels of value because you made your product or service presentation not about you. What about them? And the more you can make your presentation of your product and service about your customer, the more uh, easy and they'll you'll keep their attention, and the more compelled they'll be to move forward with it. So again, customize your sales presentation or your product or service to them, not you. It's one of the biggest mistakes I see in salespeople saying, I want to make it mine regarding their their sales process. And that's the battle cry of of those soon to be let go by a company, right? I want to make it mine. No, 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 no. Don't make it yours. Make it theirs. Focus on the people that you're you're trying to sell to, less on yourself, because when you do that, good things happen for both you and your buyers
0: as always great stuff david uh until next time hope you stay safe uh if you're in minnesota hope you continue to enjoy this nice weather and we'll be talking soon sounds good
1: thanks carl